You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. Indeed it is. Good morning, everybody. Happy Sunday. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour right here on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network uh, for this, uh, like I said, Sunday January 17th of 2021, the national nightmare is almost over, folks. Almost. Patience. From the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, catch me if you can. I am John Shannon. And from the Radio TFI Executive Tower, leaning high above the skies of Queens, New York, it is... Mr. Ed Van Ness, good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens, and uh, welcome to the final, the final taxi stand hour during the Trump administration. Uh, when next you hear us next week, we will be, actually, it'll be our first time, <clears throat> excuse me, doing a show when Trump was not president or president-elect. We started, wow. we started back on the light bulb uh, station. And then uh, about a month later, uh, we started here the first week of February on, uh, on our current situ- uh, situation. And we did about, about eight or so shows on the old setup. So the whole we haven't done a show yet where Trump didn't have the, the word president in front of his name. But <laughs> that's, coming to a, that's coming to a close. And we got a lot well, to talk we- about. And by the way, John, as I've said the past couple of weeks... Floors 2 to 347 are closed for renovation here at the Radio TFI Tower, the Executive Tower. You mean you haven't uh, you haven't been stormed by any QAnon type over, uh, over there? Not yet. We've, we've hung up. We, we've changed the facade out front. It, it now says uh, Peppy Shoeshine. Oh, well, I, I, I Fooled see. Fooled them. Fooled them. They... Uh, What's that big building up there? That's nothing. It's not a big building. You just think it's a building. Nothing to see here. Nope. Keep moving on. Keep moving on. <laughs> well, I ain't got nothing to worry about here at the Northern Command Studio. I got two attack cats. So. Oh, well, there you go. And, hey, we, uh, we're, we're, we're going to have a couple of chuckles here and there throughout the day, but make no mistake about it. We're not, we're not making light of what happened or what's going well, on, but... 
No, it, 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 you're very, you're, you're very right there. And, and the thing, thing of it is, is that, yeah, this is a very serious situation, but let's face it, you know, we're not, a, we're not Walter Cronkite or Edward Murrow or Edward R. Uh, Murrow. Those, oh, excuse me. I'm Pardon, Walter pardon, Cronkite. Pardon. Anyway. Yeah, we're still going to do our thing here. We're still going to have a little bit of fun with it. You can't, I hate to say it. Yes, yes. You can't. I don't want to get too too deep into a uh, into a uh, oh, what what am I whatever. I'm not going to get too deep into it. But just just to kind of point out that these people are, for the most part, if you look at it, are begging to be laughed at. Oh yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, if you listen to if you listen to the interviews and you listen to some of these, you look at how some of these people are dressed. They're, they're just begging. They're just begging. Now, now, on that note, I, I just wanted to, to be pointed out that there's a lot of stuff we're going to touch on today, and uh, we put a lot of content up on the website uh, yes. today, and there's a lot of stuff up there that just doesn't play well on the radio, because it's mostly just images, so... As we as we touch on things, we're going to refer keep we're going to refer back to the website quite a bit today. RadioTFI.com. You might be listening to us on RadioTFI.com right now, in which case you already know what we're talking about. Um, but yeah, there's because a lot of the images are just shocking, appalling. There's there's a video up there of two guys. It's a forty minute video, and I tr- trust me, it is well worth your you're uh, watching they were going to cover this insurrection as just like a goof kind of they're comedy writers they're uh, comedy filmmakers and then of course they got caught up in that they had no idea that this was going to happen and it's quite revealing there's a couple of other other long-term uh, long-form videos excuse me that we posted up there that deserve a good watching and i i just want to lead off uh, before we get too far into it uh United States Capitol Police Officer Eugene Goodman. That's the, that's the officer who led the rioters up the stairs and took them away. Murdered them away from the from, uh, the from the office or from the actual chamber there, right? From the Senate chambers. And the reporting now is that had he not done that, they probably would have found Pence. 100 feet away. Yeah. And sure, Secret Service would have opened fire, but... You know, who's who's to tell what would have happened? So, Officer Officer Goodman, salute. You, yes, absolutely. I mean, and, and all the Capitol policemen who weren't in on it, and I do believe some of them were. I believe there's members of Congress. We'll get into all that. We'll get into all of that. I don't want to. I don't want to do a show, as we like to say. Well, you know. The, oh, now's the time to do the show. Yeah, exactly. No. Uh, but it's going to sound a lot of times like when we're doing this, it's going to look like a dog chasing its tail, kind of, because we're going to wind up coming back around, back around into the same, uh, the same uh, uh, theme, if you will, through this whole thing. Although, believe it or not, we might be able at some point in time, maybe in the second hour, to sneak in a little bit of industry news, believe it or not. Uh, that did, would be shocking. And I, I, um, I picked a couple of. I found a couple of stories I found kind of interesting, uh, and uh, we may we may be able to get to that towards the end. Uh, I know I hear 
I hear it all the time that uh, from our from our friends in the taxi industry. Well, you don't talk about the taxi industry. You don't talk about the taxi. Industry. Send us stories. Yeah. Well, not only that, but unfortunately, right now, if the if things in our country went the way that these idiots, these insurrectionists wanted it, the taxi industry, Uber and Lyft, would be the last thing we we'd be out there worrying about right now, folks. So and let's, again, let's go ahead, John. I'm let's sorry. Try to keep things in. Let's try to keep these uh, this whole thing into some form of perspective here if, if, if you will and, and i'll say it again I, i've said it before i'll say it again the format of the show yes the name of the show is the taxi stand hour but again it don't, when uh, guys show up on a taxi stand together and they start yakking away uh it's not always industry related it is as often as not politics and whatnot look we're hoping over the next uh, month or so to to uh, uh dial back the pol- political stuff but you know, we still got a little ways to go. But speaking of industry, let's at least get this up and going. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Radio TFI Market Watch. This week, Uber closed at $55.52, up $2.24 from last week. Meanwhile, Lyft closed at $47.88, up $0.38. Cents. That's your Radio TFI Market Watch. We'll come up with a better slogan next week. And there you go. Hey, just real quick before we move on here, I'll, I'll, let me just point this out here, and then then I can get it off my chest as far as industry related. But watch out in California again. I, I, I've read a story briefly that there's a group of drivers that are have taken uh, Proposition 22, the one that uh, classifies... Uh, uh, Uber and Lyft drivers and DoorDash and, and whatnot as independent contractors as opposed to employees. They are de- they are suing to uh, saying that it is co- unconstitutional. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll see what happens on that. Okay. So, okay. I, f- I feel better now. I got that off my chest. And now, now we've done our civic duty to the taxi uh, taxi uh, industry. <laughs> Let's if get you will. Let's get started here. Uh, I've got reams of paper here in front of me. You got what? I got. Well, I mean, last night was Saturday night. It's... Pausing for effect and moving on. Uh, I just want to get this one out of the way because it's one of the funniest things I've seen all week. Our, our uh, I wish he was our pal, Noel Kassler. At Castler Knoll uh, tweeted this. I'm starting to think he's not going to show us his tax returns. You think? <laughs> so it's been a big, 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 big honking week. We uh, Rudy was at the White House again yesterday. What do you think that's all about? You think he's trying to get paid? <laughs> I was just going to say that's exactly why he's there. When are these people going to learn Trump? cares about no one no one in the end you're going to get burned i knew somebody like this i knew somebody like this i thought i was his best pal uh the best description i had for him and i'll use it for trump although i haven't used it low these four years plus trump treats people like kleenex tissues 
uh, once he uses them, they're done. I got no business. I, I got no use for you anymore. See ya! So, yeah, so Rudy's showing up trying to get, get paid or be his impeachment lawyer. Um, let's, let's talk about the impeachment. Uh, I personally am on the side of we've something needs to be done. We can't just let them walk away from this. I don't care if it takes two years into Biden's term to get it resolved. He, he needs to face some repercussions from all of this. And you can sit here and say, look, I don't care if he's done a thousand crimes. If he pays for one, as far as I'm concerned, he's paying for all of them. We got to get him on something. And, and five people are dead. Hundreds more, thousands more injured. Uh, millions diluted into believing the big lie. Oh, and we'll get to Ted Cruz and Josh Howley, Howley, whatever the hell his name is. We'll get to all those people soon enough. Soon enough. But but let's, yeah. Uh, it was nice to see 10 Republicans jump on the side of, of the right side for a change. Uh, I think Mitch McConnell's gonna is playing fast and loose here. Don't believe a word he says until he casts the vote. As been pointed out many, many times over the past week, unlike the last impeachment hearing, this one everybody's seen all the evidence. They they will be holding the hearing, it at the crime scene, at the crime scene. Mm-hmm. They all experienced it, or most of them did. The video's out there. The audio's out there. There's no. You don't have to be a, a, a Perry Mason here. Here, watch this. Watch this. I want to tell you that I want to I want to see him led away in handcuffs personally. And by the way, uh, uh, Shalotta piped in there. And good morning, as as usual, there, Shalotta. Uh, he she says it's almost over, so close but yet so far away. And it is. It's kind of like looking through a tunnel. You can see the light at the end of that tunnel, but man, it's a long ass tunnel. Yeah, but. But we need to be sure. But we need to be sure that light is not an oncoming freight train. Exactly. And by or the way, the very, not a Greyhound bus. And by the way, she'll let her get those bifocals. I'm going to tell that story in the second hour of when I got my bifocals. Stay tuned. There, there's a there's a cliffhanger for you. Yeah, there you go. That's what they call in the business a tease. That's a tease. Yes, that'll that'll happen by the millions. They'll be tuning in. Pump that out on social media. I'll be telling that story in hour two anyway john you were you were you were saying i to tell you the truth i like the way that president elect boy i can't wait to chop that word elect off of that feel free go right ahead i love the way that biden is handling this i think he's handling it well i i think that he's it isn't that he's ignoring it it isn't that he's ignoring the entire impeachment process isn't like he's saying, nah, no, nah, no, nah, let's just kind of let, yeah, you know, he's not doing that. Unity, baby, unity. But he is, uh, well, don't get me started on the whole unity BS. <laughs> oh, don't, uh, yeah. Yeah, here. Quick, quick, quick left turn here. Yeah, it, it, it's, it, everybody wants unity over there as long as Trump is running the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So go ahead, continue. That's the only they want unity, but. <laughs> Biden has basically said, hey, 
we have a pandemic that is raging out of control and found out that uh, found out just how bad the Trump administration had handled that as far as doses that they promised mm. to certain states that uh, oh man, no, suddenly now we don't have those doses oops. anymore do we oops yeah oops <laughs> how'd that happen by the way just I, I just want to make a quick U-turn back to what Shaletta said and that it's almost over and I agree with you but I but I have a quick analogy here that I didn't get had popped in my head anyway I liken this to, for instance, when I had my heart surgery. Sure, the surgery was over at a particular time on that day, but there was still recovery time, and we still have recovery time to uh, yes. to go through. And uh, I hope I hope it goes as well as my recovery went. I don't think it will, but uh, here's hoping. Um, but yes, John, I agree with you 100 percent that uh, that old uh, old Joe is is handling things well. He's uh, He's been upset when he needs to be. And that's, yeah. that's, I, I, I had that feeling again that the president is more or less on my side. A feeling that's isn't been, that, that's a weird feeling, isn't it? Well, it's been gone for a while. It's been gone for a while. I mean, I, 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 I don't believe everything every person has ever said to me, but I never felt that they were out to get me. I believe the rest of the planet is, but not my presidents. I'm not paranoid. Who told you that? <laughs> but it, uh, it, you know, and it's so sad with everything that's going on with the with these knuckleheads that I can already see a more relaxed, more you know, more, less about me. This is for for Joe Biden. It, it's so different because this is not about some oversized ego trip that he that uh, like the uh, like uh, Trump has been on over the last four plus years this is he stepped in because he felt he was the man that was most qualified to do the job and and I'm quickly seeing that he indeed is is he going to be is this going to be a perfect presidency I love Barack Obama that was not a perfect presidency by any stretch of the imagination, but yet, like, like you, like he alluded to, I feel like the president, as an American, has my back. Well, I don't feel like he's at, at the very least scamming me. No, I, I, I don't feel like I. It's obviously it's a different feeling, and and one will all well most of us. And by the way. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, for those of you who like to say, "Well, there's 70 million people who uh, who are upset about this," well, guess what? There's 81 million who aren't. We win. That's how this works, okay? And bear in mind, Trump long before a ballot was cast, Trump was saying, "Well, if I win, it's right. If I lose, it's rigged. Heads I win, tails you tails you lose." I mean, he had this set up. Uh, and you've got politicians who keep continuing on with the big lie, as it's being called now. And I like that, the big lie. Uh, you you can't... How do you, after, after the House and the Congress has been infiltrated with rioters, how, how, how do you get up and still say, you know what, I still want to proceed with this? 
this this thing that's going to go nowhere. At least Kelly Loeffler, well, she had lost, so she knew. She was, you know, there was no point in, uh, in dragging it on. She was out the door anyway. But, which shows you yeah. just how much a BS the whole thing was. Ted Cruz, how? What is it? What is wrong with you folks in Texas? I'm talking to you, Bill. What's wrong with you people? Go out and talk to your neighbors, Bill Fincher. Go out and talk well, to your so neighbors. Something something tells me that I I, some, I don't think that Bill ever supported Ted Cruz. I it just He's the only person you know, I know in Texas. <laughs> well, there I know I know one other guy in Texas. Well, let's yell at him. Bring us to another side note. I I still I still am Facebook friends with one other guy, but well, let's yell at him. Yeah, well, that's he's unfortunately he's one of those type. I'll talk to you about that. Uh, we could we literally could do a four hour show today with with some of this stuff. All right. So, but there's football to watch after this. So we can't, oh we, football. We can't. By the, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen the promo cards on the website, and again, go to the website today. There's a lot, a lot of information there. But what you will see prominently displayed, well, not as prominent as it used to. We kind of minimized that down. Uh, young Mr. Shannon had himself a day yesterday. Mind you, mind you, this was the guy who not that long ago was crying and whinging. He didn't want to do this anymore. But we'll talk about that. We'll talk about two. that at the... At the hey, listen, I want to raise up a theme here well, uh, real quick before I, I forget. Sure. And I have been mentioning this all week. And I, I, I actually went out and I tried to put myself out on a ledge to where the nutcases are. And I said, okay, let's, let's pretend. Let's just pretend for one moment that everything you're saying is right. And we had issues with the ballot, with the ballot boxes. We had issues with this and that. We had Chinese interference. All this stuff. You supposedly got all this evidence about. How come? Tell me, please, riddle me this. How is it that you took it to sixty different, sixty plus different uh, litigations? And you took it there, and the judges, for all intents and purposes, laughed you out of the room. No evidence. In every no, including including the Supreme Court, where Trump picked three, three? twice. Twi oh, well, to the Supreme Court twice. Three justices. You know, that was one of the reasons Trump tried to find, he was looking well in advance when he said, well, let me find, let me find this one. Let me find this one. Let me find Coney Dog. Uh, yeah, let me put those people on. We'll see what happens. You know, they're, they're bound. They're bound to have my back in, in this. Sorry. This got bounced out of right-leaning courtrooms right now of course if you were able to have a calm conversation with some of these folks all you have to say is where's the evidence prove it yeah there, there was a young man i was working with on the last job i was on and he was horribly upset about a car dealership that from the sound of it screwed him over pretty good uh 
And he got really, I don't know, the conversation came up. And he was really, really upset about it and really excited and animated. I'm going to sue them. I'm going to take them to court. And I'm going, okay, okay. Uh, I said, I know what you know, but what can you prove? He says, what do you mean? I said, knowing is one thing. Do you have receipts? Do you have names? Do you have, well, I know who the guy is. Okay, you know, understand. You're going to go into court and say, I know who the guy is. And the judge is going to say, who? Who is the guy? And you're going to go, oh, the guy with the mustache. So, uh, and that's where these folks are now. Oh, well, well, Trump said it was, well, has Trump proven anything? Has Rudy proven anything? Has anybody? All these high-priced lawyers who obviously aren't going to get paid now all of a sudden. But you got all these high-priced lawyers, these great lawyers, but they couldn't come up with any evidence whatsoever? Any compelling On top of that, in one of the court cases, Rudy himself... <clears throat> excuse me, had to admit to the judge the whole thing was a fraud. There was no evidence. Because lying to the press and lying to the public is one thing. Lying to a judge is a whole, get whole different get thing. Trouble. A little bit of trouble here. Just a wee bit. Uh, let me read a couple here off of our uh, off our Facebook crap. Uh, well, actually, and uh, Periscope feeds here. Uh, Athen, our friend Athen. Hey, buddy. Uh, I, I tend to agree with Ed. Uh-oh. That's Uh-oh. it. Bye-bye. That's it. We're done. See ya. People agreeing <laughs> with me. That's oh, It's the end of the world as we know it. This is going to be a term of repair, both democratic <laughs> and international. Uh, it'll take almost an entire term for the wrongs to be put right again. I, Athen, I hate to say it. I think it's going to take more than a term. Here. Well, this it's... This has been festering for a long time. This was festering before the era of Donald Trump. It's just Donald Trump. Again, the opportunist. Put that word in mind. Trump saw it. It was an opportunity. He tapped it, and he opened up the floodgates of this of this garbage. So uh, there you go. Uh, Edward, uh, Trump, is a, Trump is a symptom. Uh, it's not going away with him. The, the Koch brothers... And the like have been funding the, this insurrection for decades. I tend to believe that. Uh, we have people in Congress representing QAnon, not the people. It's far from over. over. Uh, even the fraud hotline got shut down. It was a fraud. Uh, and I, yeah. And I'm, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something uh, real quick here. Speaking of the fraud hotline. I, I did a little house cleaning on my Facebook. It, uh, uh, actually, Edward did as well. Uh, that made uh, made me think of it. I have finally uh, finally had enough of... Um, now I can't think of his freaking name. It doesn't matter. The, the right-wing provocateur that was putting up, finding every right-wing BS conspiracy uh, uh story and whatnot that he could possibly share on Twitter, excuse me, on Facebook. He's not on Twitter to my knowledge. Uh, and just went out there and just overloaded things. You know, okay, you make your point. We know what side of the fence you're on, but after a while, you just get tired of seeing the same BS. And God, uh, thank you, Edward. It's Brian uh, is his name. And uh, it's the... It's just the same garbage over and over and over again. And I felt sorry for the guy because 
the guy otherwise looks like a great, you know, I, I, every once in a while he'll he'll put up pictures of his family or some Aww. of the things that they're doing together. And he has a he has a nice family, a nice supporting wife. You know what? If I did, if I was spent as much time on Facebook. Uh, that much time with Granny Annie. Granny Annie started throwing some of them damn cast iron skillets at me for crying out loud. Uh, so I, I, I'm telling you, after a while, it just it just got old, and there was no talking. I, you know, uh, Edward and I both had engaged this Brian at, at different points in time, and said, "Hey, listen, think about this. Look, think about what you're saying." We gave you an art, gave you an art, and then when it when it became obvious that we were giving him this argument, and he, oh wait a minute, there's there's some truth to this to this argument and this rebuttal. All of a sudden, he buttoned up. Don't hear him anymore. So he doesn't want to have a conversation. He wants it to be a one way tunnel. He wants it, he wants uh, a monologue instead of a dialogue. Yes, exactly. Well, that's he does a podcast. He does a podcast. He's really? got and he has radio. Yeah. Really? He has a radio background. Really? But unlike unlike this show, where where we, we have were... a phone number. We have a phone number right there. What is it? 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. You could reach us via Twitter. You can reach us here via Facebook like people are doing. You call by payphone. <laughs> call collect. It's call cool. exactly. You we have, if you, and, and this isn't just a, a, a echo chamber here, folks. Mm. If you don't agree with us, come on, talk. We'll have the discussion. Hell, I, if you want to, if you want to have your own damn show on Radio TFI, we have all kinds of room. Which we'll set aside a little bit of the music, put the show on, but be prepared because you're going to get rebuttal. You're not going to get shouted down. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to name call unless you do it first. Hey, I may do it anyway. But what? You, you go to you go down that road. I got a whole can of whoop ass for you. Oh, go ahead. I, I you I, done? I've been, I've been monopolizing time here. Okay. I, I apologize, there, sir. I do have more. Trust me. Oh, I'm, I'm sure you do. So I I want to. I've got some things that we pulled pulled off the uh, social media, and uh, I think Parlor's back online, by the way. Uh, yeah. Just for and that just popped into my head. God bless them over there. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, in, in a second how social media and technology is really screwing these idiots that ride it at the Capitol. Uh, but I want to read a couple of things first, though, to make you think about what we're up against here and by the way when we, this is not just a bunch of uh hillbillies running around with their guns it's uh not. no no it's not unfortunately uh sure looks like it so sarah grow chief of staff to squad member representative ayana presley told the boston globe that when she hid from the howling mob she discovered that every panic button in my office had been torn out Sure hoping for an innocent explanation for this. Imagine that. Buttons that hadn't been touched in years. Whether they're under a desk, inside a closet, I don't know where they would be. I don't want to know where they were. But they've been torn out. But you're telling me this wasn't a planned insurrection? Uh, by the way, uh, and again, uh, 
going with John's, we're just going to hip hop around. Uh, there was a protest out of Twitter's uh, San Francisco headquarters. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, protesting Trump uh, being uh, banned from Twitter. You know, how, uh, would you like the official police count of how many protesters were there? 14. One. <laughs> There's no joke. This is no joke. One. And there were two counter-protesters there to applaud Twitter's decision to deplatform the outgoing president. That reminds me of the time I went to San, to uh, Uber's San Francisco uh, uh, offices just just to have, just pour my own little uh, uh, protest. Did you have your hat? I was a, I was a gang of what? Yes, I did. I did have the hat. Yes, <laughs> okay. I did. Here's and I made sure I took plenty of pictures with it. Here's one that's sad. And, it, and it's really sad, and it tells you where we are in this country. This is from uh, Joe Munson, at Munson Joe. Pelosi and her young staffers, um, excuse me, Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi said her young staffers knew to barricade the door, turn out the lights and be silent because they learned it in school. Ooh. These are kids that, look, when I was a kid, we had air raid drills. Uh because the Cold War was was uh, going on, the siren would go off. I every day at noon in New York City, the siren would go off uh, to test it. And we had actual air raid drills. Uh, we would have to get under the desk and whatnot. That that faded away, thankfully. Uh, you, remember, you remember the old uh, the old yellow signs fall out? Sh- oh fall sure, out sure. I had no oh, idea yeah. what they meant. No clue. They were all, you got to remember, in New York City, you, they were on almost every building. Any any building of any size that had a basement or whatnot would, would be considered a fallout shelter. Of course, now I know what it means. And, uh, and, uh, uh, here's another one from, <laughs> I love the guy's name. Well, his, his actual handle is at Scott G. Wrights. But his, you know, the, the the Twitter name that you can change on a whim, you know, uh, it says, Richard Head, you can call me Dick. <laughs> but anyway, he writes, remember when Colin Kaepernick stormed the Capitol and killed a cop? Oh, wait, that's right. He didn't do that. He put one of his knees on the ground. Yeah, remember, remember when everybody got all worked up about that because a guy exercise freedom of speech and by the way and we'll get into this a little bit more freedom of speech you know what uh private companies you sign up with with these companies you agree to their terms of service none of us read them i've said this for years i know one day apple's going to show up and tell me uh they now own every one of my left shoes because i agreed to that we don't read this stuff so you're with a freedom of speech really applies to the government treating its people, not how a private company if if one of the ter- if we put up a paywall, let's say, or some kind of block before you could hear or see this broadcast that said, you have to agree uh, I agree with everything John and Ed say and if they want to call me a, a big poopy head, they can do it without repercussion. And then if you want to come in, you have to agree to that. Now we're going to call you a big poopy head because you're a poopy head for agreeing to such a stupid thing. But that's neither here nor there. Poopy head. Uh, 
You're you're absolutely everybody reaching. Uh, oh, they're they're just so pissed off at Facebook and Twitter. Oh, and, and look, Twitter's stock value went down, and yada yada yada. And add to that, Facebook and Twitter said, "Yeah, so what? We still, you know, we're we're still gazillionaires. So who who really gives a damn?" Now this. Go ahead. I'm this sorry. This is Jeff. something. This look violation of free speech. That is when. You go out there and you you you, um, you talk about these uh, talk about all these things that you're talking about here, and you're saying, "Oh, the ring the light, oh, it's this and that." Um, as long as you you put your opinion out there, if the government shows up all of a sudden with the uh, with the uh, zip tie, there, go figure. Uh, they, they show up, they're ready to put you in the cuffs. Uh, yeah, now that's a violation of freedom of speech. Absolutely. Only the government okay. is the only one that can be guilty of violating your right to free speech. And by the way, I want, I want to clear something up here. They're called flex cuffs, okay? This is not at you, John. It's just the world in general. They're called flex cuffs. Uh, the, the, the plastic things you... What's that? experience here yeah a little a little <laughs> anyway uh the thing you use to fix uh the the plumbing or to hold your old uh the hockey skates together that's a zip tie that's a cable tie okay these things are called flex cuffs they're okay. similar but they're different uh john crier he of movie star fame and lex luther on on the uh, recently departed supergirl texted this so let me get this straight if in the future a democratic president incites a mob of armed riders to attack the capital and overturn an election he lost the republicans are going to be totally cool with it unity baby unity that's what they want they want unity edward says it's one thing to air your grievances totally another to use a platform to plan a coup uh, absolutely right absolutely and edward if, if if anything that uh, Twitter and Facebook are guilty of, it is that they stepped into this a little bit too late, in my nope. in my opinion. This this should have been done quite a while ago. But nope. here's the thing: you have to understand, they can, and you made this point earlier with the whole terms, the uh, the whole thing that you did bypass the the agreement, if you will. Here, they. You ha- you have to play the game by their rules, and you know what? Guess what? They have they have the right to change the rules at any time they that, want because it's you were, their, you agreed to that. Their company, yes, exactly. It is their game. You are playing their game. Okay, Parler found a, found a way to a, another server. It won't last too long. Somebody, mm-hmm. it won't be the government. But now all of a sudden you're hearing money talks. Yep. Money talks. You're talking about corporations are saying we don't want to be associated with this shit. There, you. Uh, so it'll. I, I don't know if it's true or not that Parler found another roost, uh, but uh, hey, if it is, great. I'm going to go over there and have fun. We've got we've got a little piece of audio here, and by the way, we do have audio today too. Uh, this is Rick Wilson of the Lincoln Project talking about these folks who uh <clears throat> and their twitter bands it's whiny bitch victimhood 
from Matt Gates and Ken Buck and Jim Jordan and Marjorie Taylor Cuckoo QAnon Green and all these other people. It is the most pathetic example of special pleading I've ever seen. They act as if they've been oppressed somehow, that the world is against them somehow. Well, guess what? Twitter and Facebook aren't banning you because you're a conservative. They're banning you because you suck. They're banning you because you say evil shit. They're banning you because you support a revolution against the government of this country and a free and fair election. This is the most remarkable thing about this to me is all these tough guys, swagger monkeys who act like they're the big, you know, alpha males. They're whining and bitching and moaning about Kathy Griffith holding up a, a, an anime, a, a mannequin head or Nancy Pelosi tearing up a piece of paper. Come on, guys, toughen up. Oh, that felt oh, good. And by the way, what's the, what, what's his what's his name there? The uh, the, uh, the QAnon shaman or something like oh, that? Oh, I wouldn't even if I could remember his name, I wouldn't say it. With the uh, dietary issues, yeah, tough yeah. guy. We have. I have to have organic food. Mommy always fed me organic food down in the basement. Oh, it, it, the, it is. By the way, speak, speaking of rioters and insurrection, I I just realized you you've grown the goatee back. Good lord! I've had this goddamn thing for over almost two months now. I haven't touched it. Never. It just now. Boy, I, I tell you. I like it. And you still haven't put your damn hat on. I, and I was For a while. This is, this is official taxi stand hour uniform. <laughs> it now. Damn it. Thank you. Get with the program. Thank you, Fuhrer. That's right, damn it. That's right. Don't forget the salute. <laughs> oh, man. oh, I got the salute for you, pal. Oh, yeah, I'll do it. I want to have, uh, I want us to break off here for a second and have a little bit of laugh. This is a two-parter because you have to, and by the way, all of this is on the website and you, you got to watch it. Uh, this is, I'm about to play the audio from Elizabeth from Knoxville who, uh, well, I'm going to play it, and then we're going to play something after that. Ma'am, what, what happened to you? I got maced. You got maced? By, by the police. <laughs> and what happened? You were trying to go inside the yeah, Capitol? Yeah, I, I made it like a foot inside, and they pushed me out, and they maced me. What's your, what's your name? Where are you from? My name is Elizabeth. I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. And why did you want to go in? <laughs> we're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Thank you. Don't you, I said this to John earlier. Don't you think after she says it's a revolution, she should have said man? I keep hearing that. It's a revolution, man. So now somebody put together what I think is one of the funniest things I've heard in quite some time. Uh, if you're not familiar, I hope you're familiar with the with the cartoon Animaniacs, a Steven Spielberg production, by the way. Well, somebody took their theme song and uh, had a little fun with it. We're Totally insane. They pushed me on and maced me. <laughs> One more time. We're animated. Totally insane. They pushed me on and maced me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't get enough of that. Now, if you go to the website. Go ahead. I was going to say, you and I were going to say the same thing. Go ahead, John. 
if you go to radiotfi.com again right there if you can if you can see me you can see my finger there it is radiotfi.com you go down there along that along that line with elizabeth from uh, from uh, ten, knoxville tennessee right knoxville, knoxville. Ten, knoxville tennessee she has three videos oh boy she's got three videos the third one this is it is hilarious but unfortunately you have to watch it because it's the whole visual thing. If they take the audio, they take the audio from Elizabeth, and do something very, very, very clever with it, and quite amazing, as a matter of fact. I'm still impressed by the young man, but be that as it may. And just before we move on from this, we're totally insane. They pushed me out and faced me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get enough of that. I can't get enough of that. That's just. Uh, Oh, oh! It kills me every time. It kills me every time. By just a, a quick side note, if you go on YouTube, look up the Animaniacs and their uh, opening title, their opening sequence, which is that what it's from. At that point, totally insaney. And then they're the next line. They had about a dozen of them over the years. They would change them up like every day. It would be something different. Totally insaney, Dana Delaney. <laughs> Yeah, stuff like that. Just, just, just. they're animaniacs. Uh, there was a, a, a network manager. And speaking of all the folks at the uh, at the Capitol who have deleted their social media posts and all their stuff off their cameras and down, got rid of everything, got rid of their phones, and they won't catch me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Here's a network manager to explain exactly what's going on. Hey, champ, did you commit treason on Wednesday and you're pretty sure none of the cameras caught your face and you didn't post to social media like the other idiots? Well, I've got bad news from you. As a, as a network administrator, I'm going to tell you about a couple technologies that probably tracked your presence. First of all, the Capitol building has a lot of area underground and they need reliable cell service. So they have built out a, ne- a cellular network in there that they then rebroadcast or connect to the providers. All of that is logged. So if you were anywhere in that building and you had your cell phone with you, that is one way. In addition to that, the wireless networks probably have Bluetooth beaconing turned on and Wi-Fi triangulation. And just by being in the vicinity, you don't even have to try to connect. They know where you were and when you were there and they tracked you through the building. As the government, they can actually get cross-reference that with cell providers and figure out exactly who you are. So they may not have come for you yet and they may not come for you for days or months, but once they get through those logs, they're coming for you. Yep, if you were anywhere close to the building, they know, and you had a cell phone, they know you're. By the way, like you folks, I just heard that music for the first time. I don't know where that came from. There must have been something else going on on my on my system when I recorded the audio. And uh, what is it we like to say here, John? Big time professional hashtag. Big hashtag big time professional radio. Ed's trying to get me to use hashtags more on my uh, on my Twitter feed and. I don't know. I you, think sometimes you just can't teach an old dog. A, well, here's a, what uh, here's what happens, John. If you don't use the hashtags, uh, the message, for instance, he's he's fixing for a fight with uh, maggots. You don't have any maggots following you, or not enough, so you want to go where they are. You want your message to seek them out. 
So you have to use the hashtags. For instance, you'll notice when, when I put out uh, stuff, I use things like hashtag capital, hashtag Trump lied, people died, those kind of things where people are going to see them. And, uh, you know, we've had a few reactions from that. Uh, and my favorite reaction, uh, we got one just, just the other day. It was this. They pushed me on, paced me. Yeah, that's going in the permanent rotation. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's not leaving. Hey, hey, I can't, I can't find this the story here, so I, I don't know. Uh, but one of the one of the insurrectionists uh, was uh, already uh, went and faced his initial uh, uh, court appearance and what have you, and uh, was basically released on a very small bond. By the way and uh, placed on, I guess, I think he was placed on house arrest, if I'm not mistaken, or at least he had some some monitor uh, on him, if as memory serves. And one of the things that has been pointed out here quite a bit is, is that these are people who are trying to get into the Capitol with uh, malintent, and I don't care... How much you, how much proof or, or non-proof you have about the fact that had they got in, had they got into the Senate chamber, had this, uh, had uh, that officer not did what he did to protect uh, the vice president and other people, we'd have we'd have been talking a lot about a lot more uh, casualties here, including at least a few elected officials. I'm convinced of that. But uh, but nonetheless, he just got he just got a little bit of house arrest. You want to talk about something? You want to talk about white privilege? Let me give you just a real couple of instances of of white privilege through this whole thing, if if I may. the The thing is, is that had that been a black man, let's 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 look at just. Uh, just look at it if it, if it was a, a Black Lives Matter protest uh, going on, and all of this, and the, and the, the roles would have been re- reversed. If this was a group of black people that were storming the Capitol for whatever, oh my God, you would have jail cells that they'd be hanging from the ceiling in these jail cells for crying out loud. And you just can't. You want to talk about white privilege? You got a little slap on the wrist right now. Go home, behave yourself for right now. We've set your we set your court date and what have you. We expect to see you in court, yada yada yada. But um, you know, uh, it is it is such such an example of white privilege. Here's one that really bothers me, and I I mentioned this to Shaletta, uh, to which is she always has her wonderful replies when it comes to things like this and i said to her white privilege uh, defined and that is when i could walk through i could right now you know they they have a they have a like 20 of them hanging out over by the minnesota state capitol doing their little protest and whatnot i could walk right in there amongst them and uh, sit there and just kind of you know mingle or whatever else Nobody would bother me. Nobody would think twice. You know why? Because I look like them. I look the same as those people. They would not pay me a second thought going through there. 
I guarantee you, you had you had a you had a few black people. Heaven forbid, maybe maybe a Somali or a Native American or somebody of some other ethnic background walk through there. You want to believe, you don't think for a minute that they'd get hassled, that they'd get harassed, if not worse. That, my friends, is what you call white privilege. And to tell you the truth, as an old white guy, I got to admit, it, it, I do find shame in that sometimes. And uh, hopefully one day, probably not going to happen while I'm alive, unfortunately. But one day, you'll see all that kind of garbage go away. That's what this is all about, to tell, tell you the truth to begin with. You know why they're protesting? They're protesting. Look at, oh, my God. Look at all. We couldn't have had that many people in Philadelphia and Atlanta and all these other large cities that all t- voted for Biden. Look, folks, let me let me tell you something right now. And this might not sound PC on my part, but it, it, it is a fact. One of the reasons that Biden won some of those larger communities in those states was the fact that he had Kamala Harris as his running mate. The excitement, the idea, it was the same excitement that surrounded Barack Obama. He got heavy voter support in these urban areas, in these urban districts within within these states. Look, you have to call it what it is. And good for them. We should if that's if that's the case, if that is what drives people to the polls each and every time, I say go for it. Hey, look, you know what, Republicans, here's your chance. Come up with a better idea. Come up with a better platform that actually includes the people. For, for once instead of the big corporations and maybe it and maybe just maybe put a person of color on a presidential ticket might have a little success you never know it depends so don't give me this BS about it's impossible that there were all these you know that 90 percent of the, the of the people that voted in Philadelphia or Atlanta or some of these other cities. Don't give me this BS that there was voter fraud there. No, people turned out the vote. They showed up, they showed up in numbers and they voted. Deal with it. Tapping out. Well, John, I have to I have to admit, I, I, I wholeheartedly and full-throated, 100% agree with you. I too am embarrassed that you're a white guy. What it is, man. We had a meeting about that. We're all embarrassed about it. Uh, uh, you, you make a very, very valid point there. And uh, uh, look, it's just a bunch of bad losers here. I, I mean, that's that's the surface of it. Uh, before we get out of this hour, I do want to play. We got a little KO, a little Keith Olbermann. So uh, this is from last night. This is Olbermann oh. versus Trump. One of Trump's top advisors, the self-professed recovered crackhead my pillow con man, met with him Friday afternoon in the Oval Office and appears to have advised Trump to invoke the Insurrection Act of 1807, to announce that China and Iran are guilty of foreign interference in the 2020 election, to declare, quote, martial law if necessary, and to turn over key positions in the government to the likes of Cash Patel and Sidney Powell. 
All of those references and many more were visible on notes this lunatic Mike Lindell was photographed holding as he waited to be ushered in to meet the increasingly untethered from reality Trump. It would be nice to dismiss this as Republicans trying to humor a guy who's given them a lot of money. Unfortunately, not a week ago, the psychopath-in-chief who presumably heard all this from Lindell didn't hesitate for a second to incite a coup against the U.S. government and a murderous attack on our capital. I first argued in 2015 that Trump was provably insane. And if his sedition last week didn't prove it, well, now you have this meeting with Lindell and what must be presumed, until and unless proven otherwise, to be the skeleton of a second attempted coup against President-elect Biden. One can argue with some optimism that any real attempt by Trump and the My Third Reich guy to invoke the Insurrection Act or declare martial law would be met with inertia from the military, but this still leaves a best-case scenario of our military leadership having to defy orders from our civilian leadership, crazy or otherwise. But it is imperative that we recognize that no matter what rational Americans might believe, people like Lindell and the QAnon crowd and the fascists like Marjorie Taylor Greene and 51% of the Republican Party think Trump did not go far enough to overturn the election. And many of them truly believe that the troops now in D.C. are there to arrest the president-elect. We are at the part of the horror movie Carrie where her victims go to her grave and suddenly her arm shoots out of the ground trying to grab them. The coup is not over. I don't give a damn why these creatures believe what they believe. They, Lindell and Trump included, must meet the most severe form of justice. Keith Olbermann, ladies and gentlemen, that's, uh, that's fresh from last night. There, you want to talk about an embarrassment? Keith Olbermann? No, he's fine. He's he's no, 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 no. I'm talking about the embarrassment for the fact that my uh, that Lindell. He's a Minnesota guy. He's a Minnesota guy. Oh my God! By the way, here's a hashtag for you. Uh huh. Burn my pillow. Hashtag burn my pillow. Yes. Excuse me. Okay. I I think there we go. You you want to talk about something that. Look, it, 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 all these things are, are kind of stupid in my, including this idea, I'm not going to lie. But look, I can't help, look, my, and I'm sorry I'm all over with this, and I know we ain't got a lot of time, but first off, have you ever have you ever slept on a MyPillow? No. I've slept Don't on MyPillow, but not on a MyPillow. Don't don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your money. And I am not saying this uh, because of some political motivation. I'm telling you right now, uh, I was given the, the Minnesota Twins uh, back about three years ago when you could still go to ball games. Were handing out my pillow to all the uh, a, a smaller one about that size. Um, and sorry for those that are listening uh, without video. Uh, it, it's 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 a smaller form of the my pillow. Get to it, John. It is one of the most uncomfortable things I have ever laid my head on. It is a bunch of what they've basically done is torn up a bunch of memory foam, put it in little chunks, and thinking for some damn reason that that's going to be comfortable. Don't waste your time or your money on that, folks. By the, by the way, the mouse is coming up at the top of the hour. Yes! I still gotta leave. <laughs>
T-F-I. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at Taxi Standard. from a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah, and change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing a behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing a behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. <laughs> Mickey Mouse office. Mr. Mouse? <laughs> no. Uh, who's it? It's Michael Eisner. Hey, Michael Eisner? Hey, <laughs> Hold on a second. Why are you going answering my phone, Rima? No, sorry, boss. It's Donnie Osmond. Donnie Osmond, what do you want? It's, it's Michael Eisner, sir. It's not Donnie Osmond, it's Michael Eisner, the past president. <laughs> oh, boy, Eisner. Good morning, sir. How I'm are you? I'm almost done with you, pal. Sir? I was looking at the ratings for this nightmare <clears throat> you had us going through. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. What a smashing success, sir. What? It that was, thing was in the toilet. It was unbelievable. If you break down the demographics... Oh, you know what, Eisner? Say that. I'm just happy it's over. Sir, I believe the second go-around will be much better. The second go-around? You must be on crack. We're not doing that thing again. Why do you want to bring that back? Because the first time around, you barely missed toppling the entire network? Well, well, well sir, it's already done. What do you mean it's already done? Nobody ever told me it was already done. Hang on. Remus! I'm on the phone with... Remus! Yeah, boss. What the hell are you doing? Running some conduit, boss. Do it quietly, Remus. That's not quiet enough, Remus. That bluebird stinks like an armpit. Sir, our May sweeps will be amazing. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here, too. Instead of 15 nights... 40 straight nights. 40 nights of I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. You're killing me. And the celebrities, 10 times better. Oh, my God. We got... Hold on. Remus? Remus? Yeah, boss. Take the harmonica. Yeah. Slide it up your back end. Walk it out. All right, boss. All right. We've got Bernie Capel. Who? Bernie Capel, the doctor from the love boat. Oh, for heaven's sakes, he hasn't worked since he did the Stop Snoring Spray commercial. We've got a real hottie, Adrian Barbeau. Oh, my God, she's terrible. And someone I know you'll love, Billy Bush. Oh, wait a minute, is that the president's annoying nephew? That's the one. Oh, for heaven's sake, you, you can't put him on there. And the... Hold on. Oh, yeah. Remus! Remus! I can't hear you, boss, I'm good. Remus, I'm on the phone. Can't hear you, boss. Stop drilling. What are you making? Making a new credenza, boss. What's wrong with my old credenza? Your shellac am shot. My shellac am shot. That's right, shellac am shot. Oh. Making a new one. Oh. What? 
Oh, I don't care who you have on this nightmare. Well, we definitely have some major A-listers, sir. Um, We've got Scott Bakula uh -huh. and Leonard Nimoy. Even Remus doesn't remember Leonard Nimoy. Sure I do, boss. Remus, I wasn't addressing you. Sorry, boss, but he was from Father Knows This. Oh, my God. I'm surrounded by idiots. Hey, Remus, I thought I told you to put that harmonica off your butt. Sorry, I farted, boss. Oh, don't fart in the office, Remus. <laughs> the bluebird's coming at me. And now it's two guys who 100% support flag burning, especially if it's one of those Trump 2020 flags. It's John and Ed on the Taxi Stand Hour from Radio TFI. Well, John's muted again, so uh, I will welcome you back to hour number two of the Taxi Stand Hour. John? Oh, good. It's about time you pulled your weight. <laughs> I don't do nothing around here. Yeah, jeez. Ask you to cover for me if I forget to hit the mute button. You don't want to hear. You're glad. Right now, you were sitting there glad that I had the mute button pushed. You are glad. Trust me. I am. And there you go. Now we've settled that. Welcome back to the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI again for this uh, uh, Sunday. Oh, what the hell's the date again? 17th. January 17th of 2020. That's right. You couldn't wait to hit that button. Nope, nope, you? nope, nope, nope. Or this, <sighs> or this but, one. Jay, stop this crazy thing. Yeah, there you go. And, and lead us out with some anima Animaniacs here while you're at it. Why, sure. We're Animaniacs, totally insane. They push me on and face me. <laughs> It'll go down in the annals of history here. And the annals, right too, but that's... Uh... Yeah, that, too. Well, there you go. Just as long as it's not a harmonica. Ooh, I farted in the office, boss. <laughs> Seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight if you want to join in on the conversation, but not for the next uh, fifteen minutes or so because right now I am about ready to. Oh, God. I, am, I, have, I have got. I've washed my hands for the first time this week, and I am just. Are we doing totally, this? Are we? Oh do yes. We are doing this, baby. So, so we're not going to do a, 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 any of the any of the serious stuff. You want to do this now? Oh, of course. Okay. Hey, it's top of the hour. This is top the time. Of, well, no. If you're not interested in this particular segment. This is the time for you to go. You know, get a cold glass of milk and oh, a can of. All right then, food. I'll be right back. Because <laughs> I surely am not interested in this today. <laughs> Come on, roll it. <sighs> I gotta find it. Oh, there it is. Oh, good lord. It's time for John and Ed versus the spread, your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prognostication. Each week, John cheating bastard Shannon and I will each choose professional football games and select winners using the point spreads. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Guildcrest Ceremonial Sippy Cup, not responsible for shipping delays. 
Extra points can be earned by going for it with two or three point conversions. If you have the nerve. Looks like somebody had the nerve this week. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's John and Ed versus the spread. Oh, oh we, uh, we got to look at last week. I forgot about last week. We, uh, John is itching, itching to talk about this week, and I can't find it now. Get the light, you know, as soon as you get the right card up. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't have the card for last week. Anyway, uh, we finished the week. John was behind by four points. The score was 44 to 40. If you're looking at, at, at us on the uh, on the video, you can see now that there's nothing but fours up on the screen. John has somehow magically managed to tie the score by cheating. The son of a... Uh, These are just the rules that you set up. I just played... I hate... You, you are my Facebook and Twitter. I'm just playing by the rules you set up there, son. Alright, so we began the week yesterday with two games. Uh, I took the Rams, giving getting six and a half points. I took the Ravens, getting three points. And John, in an amazing feat of skullduggery and taxidermy, went for two on not one, but two games yesterday. Not one, but two. He's been really chicken about using those throughout the season. And lo and behold... He squeaked by on both of them. By a half point on both of them. He won. He not only won, but he got two points on each game. Bringing us to a tie score. Let's talk about why you doubled down yesterday, John. Well, I, I just, I, you know, being up here in, in NFC uh, Norris country... I, I know I've, I've seen enough Packers games to know that you know, they are playing great ball. They were also playing in Green Bay. Although it wasn't really cold there by Green Bay standards, it's definitely a whole lot different than playing in a dome stadium like the Rams are playing in these days. Uh, and uh, I, I, I just couldn't help but think that the, that the Packers were prohibitive favorites. Uh, and let's face it, I'm four points down. I have to do something. I have to make a move somewhere in here. And that's so those two games uh, were, were where I went. So I thought, oh, there, you know, there you are. And the rest is history. I watched both games yesterday. And I'll be quite honest with you. I, I, I didn't think, uh, as we got deeper into the game, well, obviously, I didn't think L.A. had much of a chance. I thought the Ravens might be able to pull it out yesterday. And then it was the interception, run back for a touchdown. Yep, there you that, go. That was the knife oh, in the That was the knife in the back and then and then they lost Jackson too. Uh uh-huh. you know, that's uh, that was just But well, now I'm sitting pretty good showing for himself. He didn't uh, do bad. Yeah. He didn't do bad. But I got to tell you, Buffalo really, really is putting on a show here. They're really putting on a show. So um, I'll be it's giving it. Be good. 
It's going to be a good AFC championship game. It will. It will. Um, so, so now we have today's contest. Let's talk about that. Uh, okay. John, go ahead. Let's start with uh, Cleveland and your chefs. Well, first off, I, I'll go by behind the scenes that Ed tried to job me on my pick. I did not. Um, look, the Chiefs are 10-point favorites in this game. And I love the Kansas City Chiefs. I think, personally, they are going to win. When the day is done, they are going to win the game. I just don't think that they're going to cover that 10-point spread. So I picked the Browns getting 10 points. Well, originally I had picked the Browns as well, but apparently there was some kind of uh, clerical error. Yeah, yeah, right. So to, well, quite frankly, it's not the worst thing in the world to, to have the Chiefs. Although I've been picking the Browns all year and I'm loving the Browns. I, I, I want to see them make it and go all the way. Uh, the city of Cleveland will literally implode upon itself if that happens. Uh, but I... Uh, Please be careful what you wish for. <laughs> I, I had the opportunity to also take the, stay with the Browns, but I decided to swap. And I'm taking the Chiefs. And, you know, I don't disagree with John. I think the 10 points is going to be... Look, there's a reason the odds makers put these numbers on there. They just don't pull them out of their hat. You look at how many games are just barely covered on one side of another of the point spread. I mean, there's some that get blown out. and uh, So, yeah, so I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I'm giving up 10 points, and I don't feel horrible about it. John, let's, let's, let's move on to the final game of the day of the weekend tonight. It's the Old Man Bowl. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Tampa <laughs> Bay visits <laughs> New Orleans. Did you see the little graphic yeah. that... Uh, yeah. With the mage, they're both with beards and Breeze with no hair. Yeah. Well, this was the one where they were showing all the quarterbacks that were still in, in play. There. Oh, oh, that yesterday on TV, yes. yes. Where they where they had the adult table with uh, Breeze and uh, Brady, and then you had the kids table there with Mahomes and Jackson and... Uh, oh, no, no, no. You also had... Uh, you also had Aaron Rodgers at that table. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> that was actually kind of kind of cute. No, it this was. was um, that was the NFC guys, and then uh, what's his name that played the quarterback for the Rams? He's young, but he was at the grown-up table. And there you go, the AFC quarter, the four quarterbacks. They're all uh, two of them are twenty-five, the other two are twenty-four. It's it's the kids' table. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tampa Bay at uh, New Orleans. I think this one, I probably went against my better judgment. Uh, it's it's only a three-point spread for a reason. Uh, that uh, Brady has a tendency to dial it up a little bit in these big games. Now, I don't know if... Boy, don't I know it. Has... <laughs> you know that one firsthand, don't you? Man, twice a year. And... I just have a feeling, and so far it's not gas, that uh, I think that Tampa Bay is going to pull this game out. So I, I took them. I think they're going to win the game outright. I think we're going to see a little bit of a surprise on this one. I, you know what? I can't disagree with you. I, I really cannot. I still think, uh, I think this is it for Breeze. I think this is. 
his last big shot. His last shot. He may play another year or two, but I don't think he's going to have the team around him. So this is it for him. And I think he's going to leave it all out there. Glasses, beard, you name it. Uh, walker, hearing aid, dentures, you name it. He's going to... That old man's going to leave it all out on the field today. And, uh, I, 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 you know, it's going to be a close game, to be quite honest. It, it, I, it, I think it's going to be a good game. I think it might be yeah. the best game. And I'm not a big fan of either team. Ooh. Uh, well, it, it's, I tell you why I'm not a big fan of either team. They, they, play in the, they play in the NFC South. I could give a damn less about that particular uh, division in football. But... I've never been a big Saints fan just because I think their colors suck. Uh, I, I think the Superdome sucks. It's, in the Superdome, they make this out to be this big palace for crying out loud. It's it, it, it's just it's just as bad as the Metrodome without a the Teflon roof. Wait a second. Have you ever been inside the Superdome? No. I have. Have you? Yeah. It was 25 years ago, but I was there. Yeah, well, 25 years ago, it was it was pretty cool place back then. But uh, times they are a changing. Well, it's uh, it's not a hard look. I was in both the Metrodome and the Superdome. I saw a game at the Metrodome. I thought it was lovely. Would I would I prefer one? I would have preferred the Metrodome. I liked that better. But the Superdome wasn't so bad. Anyway, let's not go talking about stadiums that are gone and about to be gone. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Another 10 years. That's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, John, and I, John and I go into today's games tied at 44. We have uh, four games left. We have two today, two next week, and then the big one on uh, what's the date of the Super Bowl this year? I forget. Oh, February 7th. February 7th. Yeah, how about that? We're doing a show that yeah, day. What a birthday present. I'll tell you what. Well, it's not the first time. It happens on a regular basis. It happens mm-hmm. It happens on a regular basis. So, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, that's going to wrap it up this week for John and Ed versus the spread. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention the most important thing. John's cheating again. So... Sound like a Trump supporter. That's he me. Cheated. He cheated. <laughs> he couldn't have won him the way he could have won him. If John, if, if John wins this thing, it was rigged. That's all I'm saying right now. That's all I'm saying. And I, course, I played. I played by his rules. I, I want you to understand here. There are more people in Los Angeles than Green Bay, which proves. That the Rams really won that game. And 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 pray tell, same holds true for Baltimore. Many more people in Baltimore. Nicer people, too, than in Buffalo. Don't kid yourself. Don't kid yourself. Anyway, that's going to wrap... I Baltimore a few years ago. Not impressed. That's going to wrap it up for this week, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, remember... What we say, don't don't use our picks to to wager real money. Why why do we say that, John? I, like I said, feel free to use my picks. <laughs> I've made I, I've made money. 
Feel free. <laughs> He's a cute one, that John I, Shannon. I, I, I don't hold you. I don't hold me responsible if you lose, but I'm saying, yeah, I, I've done. I, you could do worse things. You could do worse things. Listen to him. Uh, before we go any further, and if I can get my, uh, there we go. I just want to show you folks uh, a, a friend of the show there here. He is. That's uh, John. You tell us all about the young man here. That, that is my my uh, good friend uh, from the UK, Thomas Shaw. Uh, he, uh, I, I just for no other reason, he still says he's promised he's going to cut us a, a little promo here. He hasn't done so, but then he's been kind of busy, we busy with life, if you will. So I I, I totally get it. But uh, explain so it for the radio I, audience. I uh, I shipped him uh, one of our wonderful uh, one of our wonderful taxi stand hour uh, uh, ball caps that he is proudly sporting there if you can see. So now so, we uh, so now our hats are in Australia, Canada, and England UK. and the UK. Yes. So we're yes. uh, we're going global, kids and kittens. We are yes, going. Yes, we are global. So and look, oh yeah, hey, tell us what we got, what you got to do if you if you want one of these bad boys. Well, if you want one of these bad boys, and I don't have the card available, so uh, that's not going to happen. But if, but if you want one, if you'd like one of the John, show us the hat while I do this. Uh, I got to take my damn headset. All you had to do is tilt your head down, for God's sake. So anyway, if you'd like to have one one of these uh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful hats. Uh, just just go to the website and uh, and just uh, just uh, there'll be a pop-up box and it'll show you right where to go what to do we'd, we'd just like a little station ID uh, just a little recording and uh, well you send us that and we'll ship a hat right out to you where if you're watching on the video feed we're, we're showing some of our uh, some of our friends of the show there's uh, that's Athen. There is uh, the father of the uh, queen of all hacks, uh, Donald uh, S- uh, Sutter. Your buddy, Mike King. Who are those two ass clowns? God, don't, don't, let it, don't let anybody on. So, I guess. So anyway, uh, give us a holler. Give us a uh, record something for us. And... Uh, let us know where you are, who you are, and all that other good stuff, and we will send that right out to you. Again, we have shipped them literally all over the world, and here's what we know. It takes less time to get a hat to Australia than it does to Minnesota. Boy, you ain't ever <laughs> lied there. Oh, my God. Before I don't we... think it took long for me to get the hat to uh, England either, and I just sent that via first-class mail. Probably not. Um before we get back in there, and we, I got a few more things I want to talk about. But before we do that, I want to get a little, little housekeeping done here. Um, this is kind of behind the scenes. But if you're one of the folks that listens to us live on the app, on the Radio TFI app, uh, a bit of sad news. We're, we're going to be changing providers here shortly. We're in the process right now. It's all behind the scenes. There's really nothing. The only thing that's affected immediately will be if you listen to the listen to us on the app uh 
the app will be going away. We're working on a new app, but the current ones, both the Apple and the Android apps, will be going away shortly. You will know because when you tune in, you will hear a pre-recorded message saying, See ya! And But you'll be able to come to the website, Radio... You'll be able to come to the website, RadioTFI.com, click on the little radio, and you'll be able to listen to us live, or anytime, really. Uh, that link will always be there, regardless of of which server we're using, and that's essentially what's going on. We, we found a different different server to use, and it's got a few more features that, that will help us better schedule the station and better run the station. So, uh, again, if it, this really only affects the app users. So if, uh, if you use the app, just be aware that, by the way, you can go to the website on, on your mobile phone and it comes up as a mobile website. You can pop right on, click on that radio, click, uh, there'll be multiple links to listen to us live. So there's that, there's that bit right of right com, folks. By the way, John, were you aware that the NRA has filed for bankruptcy? Yes, they are. Yes, they well, you know are. they've been morally bankrupt for quite a number of years now, but uh, so. Well, yes. Well, uh, somebody by the name of Charlotte Clymer on the Twitter. Oh, oh! Stop the presses! Before Uh-oh. I forget, and I almost forgot. Oh my God! How did I? How did? I, where's Where's my mouse? I can't find my mouse. I mean, I can find it. I have the actual mouse, but I can't find the cursor. Uh, that sounds like a personal problem. It is. But we have two big birthdays that we have to mention. First off, ooh, that was horrible. Let's try that again. That's ah, better. Susanna Hoffs of the Bengals turned 60 years old today. My gosh, she had those gorgeous eyes. Oh, I like Egyptian. Oh, God, those eyes. Haunting, haunting eyes, actually, haunting I eyes. think. And. Betty White turns 99 today. Happy birthday, Betty. We need eyes on Betty White, okay? She needs to make it to next year to get on the Smucker's Jar, and we just can't lose her, okay? Then that's all I'm going to say about that. You dropped the ball when it came to RBG, so don't drop it. That's right. You're down to one. So anyway, so the NRA filed for a bankruptcy, and uh, this person actually did a pretty good good job i'm gonna read all the things she wrote here so it it starts with the national rifle association is filing for bankruptcy i guess that means they're no longer loaded (laughs) wait 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 i guess the nra didn't hit their target goals for finances (laughs) i can't wait for all the nra bankruptcy mention in news clips and magazines come on now people this is this is the pun stuff I guess there wasn't a magic bullet for the NRA's financial problems. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Oh, we're going straight to hell for that one. It turns out the NRA just didn't have the range. <laughs> Looks like the NRA is. Com- <laughs> Looks like the NRA completely misfired in reading the room. Looks like the NRA is barreling into a irrelevancy. The NRA is finding out what happens when you spend decades shotgunning bad opinions. I wonder how long it'll take the lawyers to rifle through the NRA's mediocre finances. 
I've had these puns chambered for a while, NRA. Thank you for the opportunity. I'll end, I'll end without a pun. F-U-N-R-A. I had to pull the trigger on this one. NRA. Uh, at one time, at, at its humble beginnings, it actually served a valid purpose. It was, uh, you know, it was really a good club. Uh, I got one more. What happened was is is and it almost it's almost uh, appropriate. They moved. They're basically trying to restructure. They're leaving New York. That's right. They're going to Texas. Going to Texas. Go, go figure. Hmm. Oh, so, you know, it's probably where they should have been all along. Well, but again, when they started, they weren't this. They weren't what they are now. Oh, okay. that's true. They. It, it was a completely completely different thing with a completely different motive and by the way this goes back to what uh somebody said last week that we we brought up on the show next time gun legislation comes up uh remember that feeling kids and kittens all you legislators out there in dc that you had hiding under your desk like just like kids who have done it multiple times in their lifetime now just keep that in mind okay what it feels like to be hunted down like an animal and there's nothing you can do about it. And remember, uh, well, anyway. So, uh, speaking of, you know, what, you know what's really funny about the. I'm sorry, not funny, but let let's say just for a moment that these individuals would have uh, made it inside the Senate chamber while uh, while you still had legislators still in the chamber trying to perform their constitutional duty. Let's just pretend for a minute that they hadn't made it. Half of these idiots don't couldn't tell you the difference between Nancy Pelosi, as far as looks go, between Nancy Pelosi and that chuckle butt from uh, Colorado. What the hell is her name? Marjorie Taylor you know? Green. Oh, we got stuff on her. Oh, no, that's not her. Uh, oh, 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 Bobert. Bobert? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, you could, you know, so they're just going to go in there and start firing indiscriminately. Yeah. Well, uh, so they might, they might have taken out a, a few people that probably helped them get in to be or to begin with. So, well, let's all, people. let's also not forget that uh, all this talk about the guided tours that were going on the day before. There's going to be a oh. lot that comes out. There's going to be, be some head rolling on that one. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, uh, there is going to be, uh, I got a couple more things I want to play here for you. Not the least of which is. They pushed me on and paced me. It's a revolution, man. She should have said man at the end of that. I'm so, that's, that's what I hear every time I hear it. Anyway. So, this is Heather Gardner, and she's going to talk to us now about the rule of twos when it comes to uh, El Presidente. While it's the golden rule of twos for Donald Trump, he's been divorced twice, lost the popular vote twice, cost Republicans two Senate seats in Georgia, and became the first president in U.S. history to be impeached 
twice. The resolution is adopted without objection. The motion to reconsider is laid upon the table. One week after inciting a mob to storm the U.S. Capitol, 10 Republicans voted with House Democrats to impeach. And the history books will now remember Trump's one term for what it truly was. It was a total disgrace. Especially since all this is happening with the backdrop of 4,000 Americans dying every day from COVID, threats of violence in all 50 states, and Washington, D.C. is currently being occupied by more troops than we have in Iraq and Afghanistan combined. And still, somehow, 197 House Republicans voted to just let him off the hook, voted for zero accountability, voted for Trump over country. But guess what? They are all up for re-election come 2022, and we the people, oh, we are not going to forget them when that time comes. Heather Gardner. You can find her on the Twitter. Uh, by the way, along the same lines, Billy Baldwin, at Billy Baldwin on the Twitter. One of the fabulous Baldwin brothers of Long Island, Alec and the rest of them. The Trump legacy. And by the way, this guy's a Republican. He's a dyed-in-the-wool Republican. The Trump legacy. Lost the House, lost the Senate, lost the White House, lost the popular vote twice. Incited a violent insurrection. One term, two impeachments, 400,000 dead. Yeah. So. Yeah, you, uh, it's, it's sad. You can't even... As like we say, we try to catch sometimes keep things light, but when you start talking about, you know, four hundred thousand people have, that have died, and I'm not going to sit here and try to tell you that we would not have had COVID-related deaths. Of course, we would. Uh, but I'll, I, I hate. To, I, I gotta gear. I give my heart of hearts feel that we have been a lot further along towards the end of this road. When your leader denies its existence. Or its severity. Or it's, uh, you know, look, that's, you're right. Nobody is blaming him for the existence of COVID-19. Nobody at all. That being said, we have taped evidence that he knew about it long before we knew about it uh he knew the severity he chose not to act on it his uh look uh, his dimwitters his dimwit followers oh by the way i watched kellyanne conway on real time with bill maher friday night uh she is still pushing the party line even though she doesn't work for them anymore, she is still making the excuses. And uh, it's, I mean, she's very good at it. She, nobody deflects. I've, I've said this since I first became aware of her. She deflects better than any NHL goaltender could ever hope to. Uh, and, and it's unfortunate that, oh, she got herself, she's, oh no, I didn't, I, uh, I'd love to be a fly on the wall in that house. Mm, yeah, day. yeah. Oh, I Kelly didn't have, Ann. I didn't have anything to do with that. I was gone. I was blah 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 blah. You know, she, she, she's on her, uh, her uh, resurrection tour. Oh, and by the way, I did not forget, press secretary Barbie. Oh, you're gonna miss her. Oh, I am, I am. And look, I'm not one. Certainly, John and I, being two ugly old white men 
have no business talking about looks. Okay? And I, the way a woman looks has no bearing on her ability to do any job. That being said, boy, oh boy, the glam team must have, must have resigned before uh, uh, Press Secretary Barbie did. Because that last day, I mean, holy smokes, she had no hair and makeup people. I mean, I yeah. knew I knew she didn't wake up looking oh, like she. Let you travel on that plank all by yourself. But. Well, you know, but it's true. All you got to do is look at, uh, you know, with and without. Uh, she clearly has. Again, I understand women wear makeup; they get them. I get that, and she was fantastic looking. I, I. But now you see what was once you you scrape off all that. And she didn't have anybody there to do. I don't know why she came out looking like that on natural. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's the stark difference. I think that's the real kicker here is the stark difference of how she, she uh, gussied herself up to be. A, a, the real, I'm sorry, go ahead. Finish your thought. Cause I, more importantly than that, once she scraped off the makeup and we saw who she really was, well, we always knew who she was. Uh, I hope she goes back to living, uh, she needs to go live a quiet life somewhere because nobody's going to, well, somebody will hire her, you know, somebody will hire her, but someday she's going to have to explain to her kids why mommy was such a bold-faced liar. Sarah Sanders has the same problem. So does uh, the other nitwit who was the first one. Uh, 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 who was the first press secretary? What's his name? I geez, was on I Dancing with it. the Stars. I can't think of his name now. See, this is what happens. You go out of the uh, public memory. Spicer? Who? Spicer, maybe? Spicer. Sean Spicer. Oh, boy, I don't know. <laughs> when you, that's all it took was you mentioning Dancing with the Stars, a show I never watched, but I happen to remember but, them saying he was one of the one of the dancers, brother. See how failed that. That's as bad as uh, the the mouse was still doing uh, uh, doing uh, bits. That would have been one that <laughs> dancing with the star. You're killing me here, Heisner. <laughs> You're killing me. So oh, so man. anyway, they're they're packing up now and. I really, 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 really want Trump to say, no, I'm not leaving, because I pay good money. I want to see that show. I want to see him dragged out of there. Oh, you know it. I want to see him dragged out of there in cuffs, even not in cuffs. Where's he going? He's not going to hurt anybody. He's uh, He makes me look like a star athlete, for God's sake. And that's that's saying something. That's saying a couple of so things. You, now, so you know what he has planned before uh, pr uh, the presidential inauguration where we actually can legally say President Biden, but he's going to, so Trump's supposedly going to have this big send-off at, uh, at one of the joint military bases. Andrews. Uh, in the bases. Is it Andrews? Andrews, Okay. Yeah. So he's going to have this big, gigantic uh, send-off supposedly. Don't count talking on about yeah. Don't count on it. Military is not going to allow a large group of people onto that Air Force base, especially after what happened two weeks ago. There is, I don't see any possibility 
They may have a couple of hundred, if that. If that. He's not going to have the... Happen to begin with. That's right. He's not. He's not going off with the send off he thinks he's going to get. Which, by the way, he never expected to get because he figured he would die in office once he became dictator. Mm. Uh, but and then he's got. Oh, oh! I can't wait. Again, I know for a fact he's never coming unless he comes here to New York, the state of New York, in the next couple of days before Wednesday as president. We'll never see him here again. Never. No, absolutely not. Can't step foot well, in this thing. And you don't think that was uh, done by uh, total design? But as I understand it, it maybe unless something got changed on that, he can't he can't move permanently to Mar-a-Lago. Well, I think more. I, I read an article about this the other day, and they made a very valid point. He's going to adopt the so what. He's going to do it anyway. Come and get me. Come and get me. Exactly. Come and get me. So uh, that's that's going to be an interesting. Apparently, uh, the people, the neighbors around Mar-a-Lago hate him. Go, go figure. By the way, a couple of years ago, my last winter in South Florida, I found myself up in uh, West Palm Beach. I had dropped somebody off. I decided, oh, let me go ride down. A1A is the road, is the road that runs along the ocean in the state of Florida. It runs from Jacksonville all the way down to Miami, to uh, South Beach in Miami. And it's a re- it, it, parts of it are a really nice ride. And I hadn't been, Palm Beach County is the county just north of Broward County where Fort Lauderdale is. From the north it goes Palm Beach County, Broward County, Dade, Miami, Dade County. So I thought, well, let, let me drive down A1A. Maybe I'll pick up a, a, a job, who knows. But it's, it's just a nice ride. It's just a nice ride. Well, I got to a particular point and I had to go back over land off the barrier island because they have it closed off. Unless you're a resident, you can't drive down. What did the cop tell me? It was about a two or three mile stretch of the road because of even when he's not in town, it's closed off. So a lot of people are going to be happy to see that reopen. There's a lot of stuff that's going to happen. Folks, over here on Fifth Avenue uh, in Manhattan where Trump Tower is, are going to be very, very happy to see those streets opened up again. 56th Street, which has been closed for four or four and a half years now. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, there's, there's a lot. And again, I want to see him not only be convicted in the Senate, I want to see them take away his post-presidency perks. I want Donald... the only point of of impeaching him and convicting him to begin with. That's right. I want to see Donald Trump have to pay for his own security because he's going to need it. Every ex-president does. It does regardless. Uh, So I want to see him have to shell it out. And he ain't got the money. He doesn't have that kind of money. Now that he's not going to have the government picking up the bill where he's char- at, at his own hotel. I, uh, look, I am confident there's divorce papers have been filed, uh, because he's got no money to pay her. Greenup looks like there. Ooh, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. And, uh, he just needs to go off into anonymity. But again, he's got, 
He's got criminal trials coming up. He's got court cases. He's going to be busy, busy, busy. And can he afford to pay his attorneys? Ask Rudy. Ask anybody that's ever done a job for him that he's stiffed. Donald Trump is the epitome of money up front. Oh, absolutely. Money up front, son. Because there's no point now. The shine is off the apple. The shine is off the apple. Especially since the insurrection at the Capitol. You could Nobody have even... Wants to do with them. No. No. And, uh, and I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Josh Howley. Harley. Howley. The M- Missouri guy. Lowe's in Orlando. He was going to have a big, next month, he was going to have a big uh, fundraiser there. Now, first off, you're from Missouri. Have your f- damn fundraiser in Missouri. Uh, we think so. But, well, it's February. Why wouldn't you want to be in, in Orlando? It's not horrible. Yeah. So, Lowe's has already told them, eh, see ya! Now, so much. now, Simon & Schuster has already said they're not going to publish his book. Of course, now he's, oh, free. Uh, first Amendment, First Amendment. No, no, this is not First Amendment. You are in a business deal with these people. They have decided to opt out of the business deal. Okay. Whatever their reasons are, those are their reasons. Maybe you don't, clearly you don't disagree with them. When something doesn't go your way, you never agree with, with the reasoning. But sure. guess what? Your actions have consequences, Senator. Your actions have consequences. And then to be ballsy enough to go back into that chamber and still make a big stink over this, over something you know to be a lie? Come on now. Come on. And now, oh my goodness. Oh, I'm clutching my pearls. I got a case of the vapors. Oh, they're making fun of me. But you don't seem to think twice and you think it's fine. To see these people, you're standing out there with that arm, that right hand up there, and go get them, kids and kittens, and uh, uh, you still, yeah, tapping out. Like I said earlier, like I said earlier in the show, these people are begging to to be made fun of. I mean, they're stereotypical. I mean, look at uh, Bobert. She's just a younger version of Sarah Palin, younger and more dangerous version of Sarah Palin, and dumber. And dumber, yeah, exactly. And by the way, let's let's not forget about Bobert here, who, uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, live tweeted the location of uh, she tweeted. Nancy Pelosi. She did. She tweeted the location. Uh, she was one of those people that walked around the uh, uh, magnetometer, the, the metal detector, uh, as. Many, many people have said, what, have you never been to an airport before? You're violating my rights. No, we're not. No, we're not. That's the rules of the Congress. You can't bring a gun in here. And by the way, how the hell does she get a gun? She's got she's got a rap sheet a mile long. How does she have a, a concealed uh, permit? Uh, oh, I, before I forget, I don't want to... Go ahead. Well, I, I just wanted to give you a, a quick thought. Now, again... This is something I just quickly dusted up here. So I'm not going to guarantee you the validity of this statement, but what the hell? I'm still going to put it out there. Sure. Apparently her, apparently her and her husband both back about uh, 10 or so years ago were uh, guilty of, uh, ba- well, her husband, 
was uh, f- uh, charged with uh, exposing himself to an under- underage girl. I read that she was there, and she was there. Yeah. yeah. So these are these. There's the moral fiber of of these people who uh, are out there supporting this insurrection, and oh, it's our our freedom, our freedom. We're we're gonna. Oh, you know, it, it is just so pathetic to listen to. And that's why I basically, in the end, why I'm just starting to little by little clean these people out of my mm-hmm. social media life. I, I just am tired of it. Especially Facebook. You know, Twitter, I can engage a little bit more on Twitter. It's more of an anonymous thing for me. I don't have uh, relatives and close friends and whatnot on Twitter. It's just, for me, It's it, that, that's where I do most of my political stuff every once in a while i'll throw something up on facebook but the thing is facebook that's where my family people i went to school with and mm-hmm. what have you I, I i try to spare them a lot of this not a lot of this political nonsense john that's why i'm kind of I, easily I, kind of brushing myself out of it and, and you should and i have something to help cleanse that palate Where they pushed me on, paced me. Yeah, we'll get old, but hashtag I hashtag earworm. So I got another little piece of audio here from uh, from a very talented young man, the buttercream dream. Uh, Corey Forrester is his name. Uh, he's becoming he he was on CNN. He's uh, he's getting quite a bit of notoriety. Uh, we were playing him when nobody knew him, but. Uh, anyway, the butter has, has us to thank for this. That's right. That's right. We're taking full credit for Corey Forrester. Full, complete, total credit. We don't care. We're, we we have no shame at this point. Anyway, uh, Marjorie Taylor Green or whatever that her name is. He's the the buttercream dream. Has a few words for her. Marjorie Taylor Green, listen here real quick. It's your boy. Oh, it's the champ, baby. It's the buttercream dream. Marjorie, you think that you're being censored? Well, how about this for censorship? You are a fucking piece of stupid Christian and I hope a spider bites you on the asshole, motherfucker. Marjorie, the buttercream dream thinks that you and your Republican pals need yet another refresher on what the First Amendment means. You see, Marjorie, you're free to say whatever you want. And everyone else is free to think that you sound like a stupid bag of shit. Skew! A hollow-brained ne'er-do-well. Skew! A sentient hemorrhoid on the asshole of America. Skew! You see, Marjorie, freedom of speech protects you from the government. It doesn't mean that you can incite violence on Twitter and not get kicked the fuck off. Or do you all of a sudden not know how the free market works, Miss Clan of Green Gables? Skew! But the buttercream dream doesn't even know why he's still trying. It'll still be the same shit. You all want to act like you pull yourselves up by your bootstraps. But ignore the fact that that boot is on the neck of the American worker. Skew! You're all so full of shit! And the axe almost up. But hey, Marjorie, even if it was just for spite, we do appreciate you finally wearing your mask and being safe. Now, run on back to parlor and bitch about safe spaces unironically, you feckless c- 
Cory Forrester, oh, the buttercream jam. Oh my god! By the way, because John was rolling his eyes here, I did not put any of those beeps in there. No, I didn't think you did. Uh, and I that, enjoyed the ride. Yeah, yeah that 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 was something. Uh, it was interesting, and, and I won't take credit for 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 pointing this out. But when she was up there uh, speaking two weeks ago. Uh, about how oh she's wearing the mask that said censored mind you she's speaking into a microphone in congress to a national on a nationally televised speech you know she's on tv all over the country how are you being censored how are you being censored by the way i also just noticed good god he's got a whiteboard behind him i don't know how long that's been there john all week First, I've, this where, is the first week. This is the first week. Yeah, but we're almost it two is, two hours into the show now, and I just now noticed it. It, it isn't mine. I can't take. I, I take. Can't you, take credit for it. You're it's, missing. Uh, you're missing the point. I you just, just don't pay attention to shit. I don't pay attention. Yeah, like, apparently not. Apparently not. <sighs> That's horrible. I share, this, I share this office space, which is the. Radio TFI Northern Command Studio. Indeed, it is. In reality, I don't command shit because, for the uh, for the most part, this is my uh, my youngest daughter's office to do her uh, her uh, schoolwork for nursing school. So that that that's what that's all about, to tell you the truth. Doesn't but, change uh, the fact oh, that that two hours in, I just now noticed that. I, I know. Oh, by the way, did you notice the comfy chair too? No, now that you mention it, I, I see it now. Holy smokes. There's a lot going on today. I'm just... I really should pay more attention to you, shouldn't I? You really should. I really should. You absolutely, you absolutely should pay a hell of a lot more attention than you do. <laughs> but you're in your own little world. Nice. It's all about me, man. It's all about me. I don't. Mm-hmm. By the way, here seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. If you want to jump in here at the uh, last moment, when you see me, totally insane. They pushed me on, paced me. That'll be the last one for the day. That that'll definitely have to go in the uh, in the best of oh, yeah. uh, version here. One, of, go to <laughs> go to the website. There's a ton of material on there today. RadioTFI.com. Uh, things we never even got to today. Uh, again, just to just to repeat this before we uh, go for the week. There's we've we've collected a bunch of video uh, showing inside inside the Capitol as it was going down. Stuff you may or may not have seen before. Some of it's hard to watch. Some of it is very very difficult to watch. Uh, there's a number of items on there not related to the Capitol, which we feel are still important. We're not going to go into it right now. Uh, but please, please stay. If you have a little time, uh, take, take a visit over to the radio TFI.com and, uh, indulge yourself. We, uh, we've put the things up there and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, one of the hardest things to listen to, uh, was though now, Again, I, I my poison is CNN. 
you, you're more of an MSNBC guy type of guy. Indeed. But I'm, uh, I, I, I listen to, and I have Cirrus Radio, so I get the the feed from CNN. And one of the hardest things for me to listen to is when they are playing the playing the video of when the when that officer was trapped in the door. There, right. the screen Hodge, I believe oh. his name is. Oh my God, that was so. It is so hard to listen to. This man is pleading for his life. I wish I would have captured the audio from when he when he was describing what was happening. You know, they were they were ripping his mask off. They were ripping I've... off. They were trying to get at his gun. There were people that were screaming uh, to kill him with his gun. It's interesting and... you bring this up, John, because just this morning I was watching the news and they were doing a story on uh tracking down a lot of these these insurrectionists and they showed an image of a guy i hadn't seen it on any of the video but it's there there's a guy with one of the uh, dc poli- the capitol police shields holding him in place officer hodge hodges holding him in place and now of course they're looking for this guy too nice clean picture you people are idiots by the way you walked into one of the more secure buildings in the planet. You didn't think your picture was going to be taken? Skew! <laughs> they're going to have to. They're going to have to build a, a wing in, in some prison, some federal prison somewhere. They're going to have to build a brand new wing for all these people. You know, and you know what had happened if you'd have done this back, oh, say a couple hundred years ago. You know what penalty you've been facing? You'd be hung. Well, yeah, well, some of us, some of us already are, but anyway, anyway, we, uh, yeah, no, you, you wouldn't get away. Look, we went through the civil war. It didn't happen. World war two. It didn't happen. Trump, it happens. So, uh, I look, put them all, put them all through the ringer. I say you're all idiots. Losers on parade is, uh, is, is how we're describing that these days. And, um, Again, there's an entire section on the website dedicated to losers on parade. You'll mm-hmm. uh, you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll want to go out and vote for Joe Biden again. That's how. Uh, as we wind down another another fantastic show here, uh, John. Yeah. John, I'm just curious how you how you plan on cheating today's football games. I'm just hey hey you know it it doesn't matter how the how the course of the year went it all that matters is the score at the end of the game that's all that's all that matters you're gonna win this hey. thing aren't you you know hey it's too soon to tell I don't want to I have learned the lesson of getting cocky about this you got cocky <laughs> two years ago didn't you yes I yes I did how'd that turn Absolutely. out for you. It's been fun. Good show. Glad you were here. For Mr. Ed Van Ness, I'm John Shannon, and I got the money. See ya! Talking, baby
right there.